Hello, hello, and welcome to an episode of the Wait Podcast. Woo, woo, woo. We can't wait to have this conversation. It's going to be really cool. We're going to be talking about failing forwards, about how we have some failures in our lives, how we navigate them, and ultimately how Jesus restores them. And we have an amazing guest with us, Wazzy. Come on, come on. Woo, woo, woo. Hey. <laughs> Who is a really sick um, radio host and presenter. And we just can't wait to have more insight from what you're going to sell us today. Woo, yeah. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. It's awesome. We also have our <laughs> other co-host, you know. We've got Izzy. Hello. And we've got Jesse. Hey, hey. Swaz, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm very, very good. It's lovely to be back with the Way family. So excited to be on the podcast, man. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, we're sat in a bit of a cold church, isn't it? You feeling it? I mean, you know, the joy of the Lord would be my warmth. So <laughs> that's that's where we have to go with it. Yeah, yeah. Swaz, I'm sorry to do this, but we've done it to every single guest so oh, far. No. You're going to have to tell us your most embarrassing story. <laughs> Okay. Of your life. Of my life. Right now, in um, this moment. Is that okay? Uh, <laughs> do you know what? Being being around you guys, I feel safe. I feel like this is a, a safe place. But when I first became Christian, <laughs> probably about, I don't know, when I was 14, 15 years old, maybe I was about 16 at this time. Um, I don't know why. Do you guys know where Chelmsford is? Chelmsford yes. is like deep, deep Essex. Chelmsford, okay. Chelmsford. If you're from Chelmsford, big up you from Chelmsford. So they had like a Chelmsford Got Talent. And I remember becoming a Christian for the first time. And I was like, right, this gospel thing. I I want to go and tell everyone and I was quite good at um, spoken word poetry so I started doing spoken word poetry at school and started doing it at my youth group as well so I wrote a sick poem about how I became Christian the gospel it was rhyming it was chef's kiss yeah, yeah. I go onto the stage yeah imagine this is proper like the voice or like Jones has got talent <laughs> and I was like hi I'm Swazi I'm from Ilford and this is my poem and everyone's like yeah and there's about 300 men in this place you know like this place is, is pack out of people and I got to the gospel bit and they go and buzz me off oh, they were like rough. what the hell sorry what do you think you're doing <laughs> and I was like whoa what do you mean what do you mean he's like this Jesus stuff get out of here we don't want to hear nothing about serious? that and they made no everyone just stop clapping and I had to literally do the walk oh, of shame awful. and get off the stage that's terrible. No and way. I remember walking out of this place thinking right is it that deep like I'm actually 14 bro or like 16 yeah. or whatever it was and they really like kicked me off the stage oh and I remember crazy. thinking wow when Jesus talks about some guys won't like you he's talking about Chelmsford like, no, <laughs> but like there's definitely guys who are not going to respond well to the gospel wow. and that I never felt more embarrassed like you know when your cheeks are hot yeah and yeah I felt very very ashamed but not ashamed to be a Christian but just like oh not everyone's going to love this and mm. it was a rude awakening to be like you can't just walk in to places and think that everyone's just gonna, gonna Bro, get like, it. to a 14 year old girl yeah they're ruthless like, that's exposing yeah, yeah, that's come on now. like raw yeah 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 you know what I'm so, like, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, man. It makes I, you stronger. I don't think so. I can apologise on, on the part of Chelmsford. Swazi, what was the first big fail moment you had that shaped who you are? Mate, that was a change of scene, yeah, I innit? Ooh, <laughs> I know. Was, you went straight in there. Straight I love it, though. Get to know you. Distract from the red face. It's fine. I mean, I do have to say that being a Christian, that, that, that has to be probably one of the big ones because mm. I became Christian in a youth group. So shouts goes out to Blueprint Youth in Ilford, City Gates is where I found mm. like the gospel, right? Well, I didn't. I got caught shoplifting, which is a very long story short. And I think that's probably where I failed. I failed because I left the hangers in the changing room. And uh. that is 
If mm. you're shoplifting, don't do that because. Let's pause there. Let's but not like, encourage that. But you know what? I was so sick at shoplifting. I was so good. And when I got caught, I was like, no, bro, you don't understand who I am. Like, mm. I'm number one in Ilford shoplifter. And it wasn't like I was stealing jewelry. I'm, like, I'm not doing Peaky Blinders. I'm doing like Claire's accessories and like one t shirt in Topshop here. Yeah. So I leave mm. the hanger in the changing room and the guy goes in the changing room, he clocks it. And as soon as I'm about to walk out the door, he closes the doors and makes everyone in the shop leave the shop. And he basically says, this girl is taking money out of my mouth, taking money out of my kid's mouth. Who does she think she is to come into the shop? And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I am in trouble. Mm. Like, big, big, worse than that Chelmsford thing. I'm in trouble, trouble. And I remember standing in the shop, looking at everyone, looking at me as I walking past. And then he gets on the phone to the police. And I was like, it's a wrap for Swaz today. Because if mm. my mum catches me in a police car, are you mad? <laughs> oh, I said, no, no, no. So I don't know, I don't know Jesus. I, we go to church like for Christmas and Easter, but nothing mm. bigger than that. So he gets me in the shop, he's on the phone to the police. And I just remember standing there saying, God, if you are real, Get me out of this shop. Mm. Get me out of the situation. I'll never shoplift again and I will follow you for the rest of my days, which is obviously a very churchy prayer given that someone like me had never gone to church. Mm. And I remember thinking, okay, God, if you're real. And as soon as I said, amen, the shopkeeper put down the phone and he said, just go. And I was like, what? And he opened the doors and me and my girl at the time, we just legged it out of the shop. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, what was that? Like, mm. is there a God? Did he hear me? Did he hear me pray? Did the mm. man say, listen, you and your crazy prayers, get out of my shop. Like, <laughs> whatever's going on, I don't know. And so the following week, it just so happened, Shouts goes out to Lissy. Her mum used to go City Gates. She goes, there's a youth service on on the Friday. And the and my house used to be here. And the church I went to was at the end of my road. And wow. it happened to be a, a testimonial night. And loads of young people were going to the front saying, I got caught doing this, or my life got flipped upside down doing this. Mm. And Jesus who came, died on a cross, rose again three days later. And if you put your faith and trust in him, mm. the baggage that you're carrying, the shame that you're carrying, you don't have to carry that anymore. Like you get to go free. And mm. I was like, I need that. Like, I can't keep carrying this burden of, of guilt. And like, well, give mm. me that gospel, give it to me. And so I just became a Christian. And yeah, from then on, just, yes, I did spoken with poetry, went to school, started yelling at every assembly to the point the teachers were like, that gospel stuff, can you just stop talking about that? <laughs> yeah, miss, cool, cool, cool. So you do the, hi, year seven, this is the assembly by the way Jesus died for your sins you know and every teacher was like stop talking about the gospel but wow. I just I just like I just knew what I was saved from mm. wow. in that moment so when you asked me about what was your biggest failure that mm. propelled me forward I'm mm. glad I failed in that moment because I don't think I'd be a Christian mm. if I didn't get caught genuinely wow. like, God plucked me out of that situation that's, bro that's a special story praise God man all man, the Lord praise mm. God yeah man is it's your first podcast with us, isn't it? Hi. Hi. Oh, <laughs> now, don't go red on us. You'll say it and I started real. It's fine, whatever. Um, but it means you also haven't had to tell the most embarrassing oh story or oh. your big fail. And I feel no, like I we, actually don't know. we've got to release Swazi a little bit. Yeah, thanks, thanks, mm. thanks. No, because I've been thinking about it and I actually don't know. I, there was one, there's been a few times where I've just like made a fool of myself. I remember I was, um, when I was, when I was a youth, I went on like a, a school trip it was before I was a youth actually when I was a kid I was on a school trip and I was in a group I didn't want to be in and so the only person I knew in my group was my teacher and I was like well fine then and we went kayaking and I like tipped over the whole um kayak and made her get soaking wet and like told off in front of everyone and I'm such a goody two-shoes that it like deeply scarred me because I was like I'm being told off in front of everyone and that really embarrassed me and what what about you what's what's a big fail moment that you've learned from that shaped you I think 
in all it's not necessarily a moment but there's definitely been some friendships and relationships with people that have failed not in a sense of yeah something big happened but it's friendships that I thought I would have forever mm. ended up not lasting forever and actually learning that and learning that's okay and processing that mm. and having to yeah process that okay I'm not gonna be friends with people forever that relationship has failed but actually still moving forward and investing into friendships and people mm. and learning how to I think God uses our experiences and our failures like well like if that's shoplifting yeah, or if yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> those coat hangers man exactly and I think for me it's probably yeah friendships that I thought I'd have forever that haven't worked out and actually God's really used that and helped me learn what to put my trust in knowing that that's okay if they don't work out mm. and actually to keep moving forward and growing my character and yeah mm. in that mm. that's brilliant man thanks for Thanks for sharing. That's okay. Have a pat on the back. Come on. <laughs> it's not as cool it. as shoplifting. Not that shoplifting is no, cool. No. Again, let's not promote that. Like, what are we doing, bro? We're like talking to 12-year-olds. <laughs> but I think there's something to be said about like normalising the conversation, right? Like yeah. People don't really talk about the failures that happen or like the mistakes that they've made, even if they're a bit controversial yeah but mm. that's what we're trying to do we're trying to normalize failure because everybody goes through failure like mm -hmm. everybody experiences failure small failures big failures you know mm. we all experience it so what's a, a big failure that that you've gone through maybe like a different one or maybe something that relates to the, like your testimony I, I was yeah yeah a really big one actually and you know when you're just so like I heard about Jesus and, da, 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 and I remember mm. going to this girl who's um Oh, I'm such a pagan. Like I just said to her, like she she um, had a baby really, really young. And I said to her, like, you know, God loves you. He loves you for all the things that you've done and mm. haven't done well and da, 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 da. And she just took that as I meant her baby and not like having been married and da, da, da. And I was like, no, 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 no. And you know, you, the more you're digging yourself this mm. grave. And, yeah. and I just didn't have the language. I just had excitement mm. and zeal and passion. Mm. And I just didn't have the... The, the sight in front of me to be like, oh no, don't misunderstand what I'm trying to say. And then, yeah. and not that it, we went to the same school, I guess. So it, it just made it very awkward. And I was mm. like, oh no, like, I'm actually trying to say, come to youth, like come and, and, and I think sometimes as Christians, we just, yeah, we, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of just being like, you need to know this right now, rather than let's go catch up. Like, let me mm. go and see what you need. Let me, let me do life with you before I just start blurting out all the things mm. that I think you need. Actually, right. you might need other stuff, bef not before the gospel, but like, you might need a friend before you start needing mm. the Christian friend. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I think, yeah, when I look back, I definitely have learned how to share the gospel in ways that is relational and is mm. kind and is, is in like, in life with people rather than mm. just this is the band-aid and this is what's going to fix all your problems it's it's Jesus ain't insurance like do you know what I mean it is it, it's doing life with people so yeah yeah definitely failed a lot at how to just just be loving and kind mm. and share the gospel well so yeah sorry no no it's brilliant I, I totally relate like, I think when I when I became a Christian when I was 14 that was probably my biggest problem was just being like too excited and zealous mm. that I wouldn't I'd lose empathy in that as well so like i'd say all this stuff and be like jesus loves you for your sins like it doesn't matter like you gotta repent otherwise you oh like i was just being like brutally honest and it hurt a lot of people because mm. some of my beliefs were challenging what they claimed to be their identities mm. yeah. yeah and like i didn't quite understand how that could damage someone because it's so life-giving to me 
you know. Yeah. And so, and like that, that's genuinely one of my biggest mistakes, looking back at school and thinking, actually, I was neglecting people sharing the gospel like that, mm. which is a weird concept because you're like, surely the gospel's good, mm. but it does actually hurt people sometimes. Mm. But um, no, it's cool. And it, it's interesting with, with kind of talking about failure, like failing forwards mm-hmm. um, and learning from failure. But I find there's a lot of failures in my life that I've learned from, but I just fall back into all the time, regularly. And I guess what, just pitching it to the crowd, whoever takes it, takes it. But probably, Jenya, do you want to tell us? Um, <laughs> the way you looked at me. You know, Izzy gave you a little shove, so yeah. my direction's focused now. Right. But like, have, have you got any failures that just come back regularly? And how do you, how do you deal with that kind of mourning of like, oh, I haven't beaten this yet? Mm, that's actually a really good question. Damn. <laughs> um, what's a failure that I repeat? Uh, I think like I'll get into moments where I don't feel worthy to do the things that I do. And I thought that was like pre-salvations and you're like, <laughs> she doesn't feel worthy or called or like she deserves to be in whatever space she takes up. And I'm like, hold on, why do I still have those thoughts? Like... Mm leave me alone and it's really hard because it's like like I walk with Jesus every day obviously and like I'm always praying reading my bible whatnot and it's like Jesus I thought you said that you know I was knitted together in my mother's womb and like you knew me and you have a plan and a purpose for me but then I realized like these are things that are said but do I believe it Mm. like I'm reading Mm. it but is Mm. it in my heart or is it still in my head Mm. And I get frustrated because I'm like, no, I want it to be in my heart. So why is it not moving from my head to my heart? Mm. But like, I think you just have to give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. Like as long as you're trying, I think like with failure, like if you're still like not trying to progress forward, mm. but you're just failing forwards all the time, I feel like, okay, cool. But like, if you're actually taking steps to try and move out of your failure, like even if you're mm. still doing it, like there will come a breakthrough period because like Jesus promises breakthrough in like mm. all circumstances. So mm. like there will be the breakthrough, but like now I'm like, I'm not on the other side of that breakthrough yet, but mm. it's fine. Jesus loves me, innit? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Jesus loves me, so it's okay. That doesn't make it easy though. No. Even no. when you can accept that Jesus loves you and there's grace, it's like still really hard. Mm. Like when you just can't see progress. <laughs> When you can't see the exit. Mm. Um, is you got any? Yeah, I think, to be honest, we all fail constantly, all the time. And sometimes they're little things if it's just like how we're thinking. And mm. sometimes they're really big things where it could be, well, I don't know, it's different for everyone, but they can be really big things and they're the things we struggle with like, the most, isn't it? Mm. And I think similarly to what Zenya was saying is actually being proactive with it. If it's in relationships and putting those boundaries in place or if it's mm. like, even if it's gossiping, it's just stopping yourself and being like, no, I'm not going to participate in that. Like identifying mm. what you're doing. And I think for me, a lot mm. of the time, my failure is probably with not necessarily showing love to people in, in, in the mind where like, I'm like, oh my goodness, I want to strangle them. They're very frustrating. Why do they do that? And I very quickly come into like why they're annoying me and why... Yeah, probably why I'm better than them in some ways in my mind. Where actually that's not that's that's failing. That's not mm. what that's not Jesus. That's not what he mm. would do. It's actually yeah, people can be annoying, but actually it's showing them love even when they don't deserve it, mm. and love when they do deserve it, and all that stuff. That's great. 
I mean, we've had a dynamic where I've never annoyed you. Hasn't oh, we? God. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Don't is great. You, Jesse. Uh, sorry? Don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Charles, have you got any? Any kind of story? Um, I just always, when I think about these questions, I always think about Peter and the Bible and how yeah. he messed up big time. And you know, like in um, Luke five, where he goes out and he catches all that fish, and obviously it's Jesus catching fish, like not Jesus making fish and then catching the fish. But anyway, so Jesus said, like, go throw the net on the other side of the boat. And Peter's like, cool, my guy, you're not a fisherman, but I'll do what you're saying you're doing. And he throws the net and he catches all of this fish. And and Simon is just like. Lord, I'm not worthy. Like he clocks you, Jesus, is real mm. quick. So he's walking with Jesus, walking with Jesus. And then John chapter 21, we see my guy go back to being a fisherman. He's like, I'm going to go go fishing. And all of his brethren are like, yeah, cool. I'm going to go go fishing as well. And you just think, how did you walk with Jesus, play with Jesus, chat with Jesus, eat with Jesus, do all of that Jesus stuff. Mm. And then you've just been like, actually, yeah, it didn't add up for me. It, it Like you died, Jesus. Like, I don't get yeah. it. You've actually disappointed. You failed me. Mm. Like you've well. disappointed me. And now I'm going to go back to my old life. And I, I look at that sometimes when being a Christian gets hard, like praise God that Jesus comes alongside Simon and Simon Peter and says, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And uh, you know, there's so many amazing things. He goes and catches fish again and it reminds Peter what had happened back mm. in Luke 5 and and it, it, you just need to be reminded. So I think sometimes when I'm tempted to just give it up because I think the industry that I'm in, you're constantly listening to every voice mm. apart from Jesus. The voice to go and be the most successful presenter and go and secure your bag. Mm. Go and wear whatever you want to wear because people book you because you look a certain way. Mm. Or go and do this thing because even if you don't, think it's wrong actually Jesus probably has got a few things about what you're going to say on this podcast or that podcast or that guest and so mm. but Lord that's going to further my career that's going to make me pop that's going to make mm. me get and you're just like actually I don't want to compromise anything here yeah because the world is the loudest voice actually Jesus what do you think about this mm. and so when I feel like oh I'm not where I want to be Lord like I'm mm. not I'm going to go back fishing then, Lord. I'm going to go... I'm not shoplifting prior to God's grace, but like, <laughs> I'm going to go back and do whatever I was doing pre-Jesus. And yeah. it's like, no, the Lord has called me... Similar to what you're saying, the Lord's called me to do this or he's given me a passion for that. And even if I feel disappointed in this moment, it's not the sum of the gospel. The, mm. I can look back and know there's a cross behind me because mm. God thought it was worthy enough to die for my my sin and then to set me free from that so mm. sorry that's a very long-winded way of just no, saying no, i love it i grab a lot of encouragement from like a peter in the bible mm. who actually was like peace out man and jesus lovingly went and got him back so praise wow, god that i don't sustain myself like that's brilliant jesus mm. comes and gets me when i feel like i've well not feel i have failed and turn my back on him so mm. well and actually looking i was looking at a similar thing this week like comparing judas and yeah, Peter, yeah, yeah. and actually they both failed mm -hmm. and we don't know judas's intention but he was friends of jesus mm -hmm. and he may have just been like why i'm giving jesus an opportunity to show that he is king why mm -hmm. is he not doing mm -hmm. it why is that's why is he not doing this? Mm -hmm. And actually they both didn't understand something, but Judas never came back to Jesus. Yeah. Mm. That's the difference. Is mm -hmm. When Peter failed, he still came back to Jesus. He failed forward. Mm. Yes. Where yeah. That's not what Judas did. Mm. That's so good. Bring it right back to the theme. Mm. I love that. Thanks. Extra bonus points, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's actually... <laughs> so, you know, I always think about Judas and Peter and the difference is Peter repented. Yeah. Like... Obviously, there's a lot of sovereignty and all of that, and, right. and it gets bigger than that. But you know, when it's like, uh, when Jesus asked him the third time, "Do you love me?" and, and yeah. the word says like, Peter was hurt by that, 
And it's like, yeah, he felt really sorrowful and he grieved over what he did wrong. And actually, when you fail forward, there is a sort of, I got this wrong here, like that shoplifting, I got that wrong and I don't want to do that again. Mm. And true repentance is like, I'm actually never going to do that again because I know the grief of what that felt mm. like. So... Yeah, I do think about those two quite... And they would have been friends. Like, they yeah. would have rolled together a lot yeah. of the time. But mm. Judas has got his own thing going on. But, yeah, thank God for Peter's example to fail Absolutely. forward. Mm. So, yeah. Guys, that was so good. Mm. Like, mm. these answers, these, what we're talking about, oh, so good. We love a bit of failure, don't we? I think that for a lot of young people, or maybe not say a lot of young people, for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, for me and my household. <laughs> yeah, for me and my house. I find it frustrating when it's like, you know where you want to be, mm-hmm. but like... I'm like, hey, God, let me steward what I have. But I'm stewarding it and I'm not seeing progress. Or, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not seeing, like, opportunities come my way. Or I'm not seeing, like, fruit of, like, what I'm doing. And we live in a very, like, comparing world Mm -hmm. with, like, social media, what your Mm -hmm. friends are doing. Like, we have a competitive spirit. So, like, for a young person, what, I guess, advice would you give them for somebody that's, like, trying to see where they're going in, like, a certain field or, like, just with their life? But is frustrated with the now and yeah. like where they are right now. Yeah, that's a great question. Same. You're so right in what you say about you live in a competitive world. We do. We live in a world like, I want the next brand deal and I want this. And I think sometimes culture fashions this thing where you don't need to put in the hours anymore. You can do one TikTok and blow. Yeah. And it yeah. cost you nothing. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm thinking, fam, we were grafting at youth, you know? Like we were yeah. doing Monday nights. Like you would give up your time on a Monday evening, give up your time on a Friday. But willingly and joyfully. So come one event when you're like, Swaz, the guest has dropped out. Do you think I can post one TikTok and think I know what I'm going to do? If, no, you've got to think on your feet. Right, draw in this person, ask this question. As a presenter, people give you a list of questions all the time. But if mm. question five bangs, best believe I'm going to sit on question five because the audience are like, don't move on too quick. Sit there, soak it up, like absorb mm. what this person is mm. going to say. And I think the culture that you live with is just slapdash and quick and quick output. There's not this foundational 10,000 hours mentality anymore. And yeah. I'm just grateful that... Yeah, church gave me that where you failed and you got that wrong. But don't worry, we're going to run it again and again yeah. until you feel confident about it. It's not about... Oh, it's it, yeah, it's not a quick edit. It's not a quick reel. And it's not the summary of your career. Like, So take time and, and perfect your craft. Like, Do it well and do it honestly and, and, mm. and put the hours in. So when you are caught off guard, like now... Do you know how many times I've been caught off guard on radio? How many times things mm. go wrong, studio shut down, mic don't work out? And you just got to think... Okay, when I was a 14-year-old young person and this happened, I can draw. But if you've got mm-hmm. nothing to draw on, yeah. right. you've actually got no solidness under your feet to feel confident about that. Mm-hmm. So I think for aspiring presenters, like, don't, don't go with the trend. TikTok and explore pages, they will trend and trend and trend. But you know what will always, always trend in and out of season? The gospel. The gospel will always trend. Grace will always trend. Christ's death and resurrection will always trend. You will always need forgiveness. Mm. You will always need love. You will always need that. And so, like, this outfit today will not be fashionable. But you know what will be fashionable? Loving your neighbour. So just just do the things Mm. that the gospel actually asks you to do and fashion your world around it. And actually, you will be all right with it because... You can't go wrong if you're sticking true to what Jesus has said. And and do you know what? Guys have been doing this for a very long time before TikTok. So mm. do you know what? Let me let me jump with the church history, man. Let me let me let me make mm. my life one of the many things that 
by God's grace that I can be part of church circles mm. and, and move like that. So, mm. yeah, I think living in a... And also, sorry, last thing to say, it Bring just it, takes man. your eyes off of whatever is trending. It gives you a freedom to be like, I like this. I love food and I love faith. I started a show called The Last Supper Club. I pitched it to Spotify and BBC and they said, mm. we don't think any young people are going to watch it. I said, really, bro? Oh, okay, cool. Went and did it myself. Next thing I know, Spotify calling me, did it, calling mm. me, did it. Mm. And I thought to myself, mm. you thought it wasn't trendy at the time when I pitched it. Mm. And now, come full circle you think it's the best thing since last bread and that's cool but what I'm trying to say is whatever you love whatever you think will mm. pop whether people think it will or not your time will come and even if it doesn't you thought it was cool so get on it bang it out like you don't need other people's approval like seek the Lord's approval and his alone and, mm. and go with it like that's it mm. that's so good did you see the love. light shining as you said that? Yeah. <laughs> it was like there is anointing on this. Hello. That goes crazy, that man. man. Yeah, and I, I just think like there's so many time brackets that people think, oh, I need to have this by this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a, on a personal note, like my mum had some builders around the other, like last year actually. And yeah, so praise God, we've just got engaged. But last year, I really felt like, oh, the pandemic threw me off my timeline. This is where I want to be. And this builder doing one builder job in the house come to me and said, you're actually failing at life. Why are you not married? I said, I said, Mr. Builder, fix whatever you're doing. Don't fix my life. And he said, you're failing behind life. You need to have children by now. You need to be married by now. And I just thought, what? What are you saying to me right now? You have Mm. got no authority to come into my house and talk to me about my life. Mm. And I felt so defensive, so vulnerable. And I just went before the Lord and it made me feel internally disappointed about, I am, I'm not married and I'm, Mm. I don't have children and I don't, blah, 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 blah. And I just thought, the Lord said, whose voice are you listening to? Some random builder, or are you going to listen to my voice? And I, when, when I refocused myself, I was like, I'm not behind on my life. I'm right where the Lord wants me to be. Mm. And if I, by God's grace, get my, we do. If I have children, praise God. But that is not the sum of my life. The sum yeah. of my life is to focus on what Jesus says yep. and follow him. So similar mm-hmm. to what you're saying about mm. these voices can come and throw you off and make you feel mm. like you're behind when you're not. And it's just blocking out those voices and being very attentive to what the Lord's saying. It's about like figuring out where the voices are from. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yes, exactly. Like there was a statistic that came out a few weeks ago that said 80% of Gen Z want to be influencers. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that's what they're watching. Like mm-hmm. you go to mm-hmm. a school and you say, what do you want to do when you're older? Mm-hmm. Like loads mm-hmm. of them will just say YouTube or like well, yeah. And it's also seen as like low effort, high pay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what everyone sees it as. Yeah. Like same what you were saying earlier, people don't want to work. People don't want to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to work and then it says you have to have this by 18 as well. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like, Jesus took 30 years mm-hmm. to prepare himself for the three years of ministry. Mm-hmm like 30 years where he lived anonymously mm-hmm. in a little town of Nazareth. Jesus walked through Nazareth, probably having people gossing about his mum. Yeah. And he knew that there was a calling on his life, but he didn't step into it because it wasn't his time. Mm-hmm. And it took 30 years of pre- preparation just for three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why is there a time zone to have it all figured out by 20? Mm-hmm. Really, when even Jesus wasn't ready at 20. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. But he's think... a bit more of an influencer than the rest of these TikTokers. Oh, I'd be so. <laughs> Well, actually, have you checked into the Way UK's recent videos? Those, those are special. That was, that was a great plug. <laughs> but, um, well, guys, thank you for tuning in. That was so. I mean, thank me for tuning in. That was wonderful. I love listening to you guys. That was awesome, bro. I like learned so much. 
but um, yeah do do keep updates on we've got some more podcasts coming your way some on the street videos it'll be good and uh, yeah guys give us a little subscribe and we'll see you soon